So I like to talk, like a lot. And now I have my own podcast, which you should listen to. This is Everything in Between. Hello everyone and welcome to this episode of Everything in Between. As promised in this episode, I want to talk about au pair but more in detail. Last episode, I talked about my experience with my family and I had Abby join me, who is now the au pair of the same family I was working for. So we kind of talked about our experiences with this family and what we liked, what we didn't like, and yeah, what we had done. Um, so now I wanted to talk more about the process. I talked about it a little bit last episode, but I really want to go into detail. So... Like I said, um, I found the website through some other au pairs. When I had been in Australia, I had met two girls that were an au pair there. And I messaged them on Facebook and asked them how they did it. And they they referred me to this website called Au Pair World. A-U-P-A-I-R world.com. And it's actually a really good website. And the reason that I really want to recommend a website and doing it yourself as opposed to going to a company or an agency and having them do for you is because it is really super super simple to do it yourself there is nothing related to a pair that you can't do yourself so you're basically paying money to an agency for no reason because it's really just normal things so i would definitely not say that you go to an agency maybe if it's a really complicated country where the laws are so complicated and so difficult and you have to do so many things that maybe it pays off to do an agency. But countries like the U.S., Germany, I mean, Australia, it really just doesn't doesn't make sense to pay someone to do this. So anyways, um, in this website, you make a profile. And even if you don't, haven't made a profile yet, you can look at the, at the profiles from other families. And these profiles will show you everything about the family. So it will say how many kids they have, how old they are, where they are living, um, how long they want you to stay and when they want you to arrive. And they will have a letter to the au pair, just kind of introducing to themselves um, their expectations. Um, There's a little screen that has some details like do we require you to do housework? Do we need you to have a driver's license? Uh, we want you to be from one of these countries. So really, the au pair knows exactly what the family wants and expects. Now, it's super easy to do yourself. Like I said, it's like social media. You create a profile, you message them, and usually you will send about two or three messages, really, before they ask you to do a Skype interview. And then they will send you their information on Skype. You'll talk to them, and a lot of the time they'll have the kids there so you can see them If they're old enough, you can probably talk to the kids already and kind of get a feel of whether you like the family or not. So that's really nice. And I had maybe four or five interviews with families in, I think it was like the span of four days, really, not even a week. And that's when I decided that the family um, I ended up staying with was the one I wanted to stay with. And that's when the deal starts. So You already know the basic contract basically requires you to work 
every day except for Sundays. Um, the hours are not stated. I think the maximum is six hours per day, but I wouldn't say that the families really stick to that. I think it kind of changes. Like one day maybe you work eight hours, but the next day two. It just kind of depends on the schedule of the kids and you have to make sure you're flexible and okay with that. And um, the um, you will get paid 260 euros, or at least that's what it is in Europe, um, plus some money for language courses if you decide to take them, which is really not enough. It should be enough to cover the entire course, but they only give you, or it's only required that they give you 50 euros. But I know people that their families have paid them the entire course and even private um, lessons with a private teacher, which is crazy. But yeah, you can get really lucky and find a family that just gives you everything and pays for everything. I didn't have that. Um, the family gave me the 50 euros and I had to pay the rest by myself, which also worked out. I mean, I already knew what I was getting into, so I knew that I had to be paying for that. So it was fine. But a lot of um, people do get surprises, like they will pay everything, which is cool. Um, so yeah, Skype the families, and then they will send you a contract, which actually Appair World um, already provides a draft of the contract. So the family just has to fill in the details, basically like what your schedule will look like, um, has to agree on the payments, has to write in the names, um, start date, end date, vacation time. And then they will send it to you. You will look over it, agree with it. Most of the time, it's really standard. So um, I didn't really have any problems with it at all. Sign it. And once that's signed, then you can book your tickets. Um, also, a lot of families do decide to pay for the, the tickets of the au pair, the plane tickets. I don't know if this is something that they discuss, like the au pair asked, hey, can you pay for my tickets? Or if the family straight up said, We will buy your tickets when you want to come. I have no idea. I personally paid for my own tickets, um, but I'm sure if I had asked the family, they would have probably tried to find a good medium. If they didn't pay for everything, then maybe they would have suggested to pay for some of it. Um, I don't think that's a problem. If you if you want to talk to a family, you can always try. It never hurts. And once you get to... My experience was in Germany, so I will explain what it was like in Germany. Once I got here, I was actually traveling for a week and a half or something like that, maybe two weeks, visiting some friends. And then I took a bus to the family's house, which was a little bit awkward because my bus ended up be having a delay. So I ended up getting to the city quite late at night. I think I arrived around 9 p.m., which, I mean, I guess it's not that late, but the kids were already in bed, the family took me to the house, they helped me get my luggage upstairs, and then we sat in the kitchen, but it's an apartment, so it was kind of awkward because we had to whisper, and it was already late, and I was so tired from traveling, so we had, they offered me something for dinner, we ate, we talked a little bit, and then I went to my room and kind of got settled and went to bed, so it was kind of like a weird to start to get there at night, Just because it was like, okay, um, we won't bother you, let, we'll let you rest, and then tomorrow morning we can talk again. But it ended up working out really well. And then the next day, the mom was already at work, but I met the dad, we talked the whole day. Um, the, kid, uh, the kids come home quite early from school, so I talked to the kids who were super, super shy. I can still remember the first day I was helping the dad 
um, put laundry on the on the dryer. And the girl came home from school and didn't really want to talk to me. She was super shy. You know, when kids, like, talk through their parents, so they'd be like, who's that? Or, like, oh, is she the new pair? And it was just very, like, cute and awkward. But it worked out really well, so it's really nice to meet the family. I picked up the kid from the other kid from school, and, yeah, it just worked out really well. So don't be scared. I mean, I'm sure it's, it's always going to be awkward, but just take it as it is, I don't know, everything's awkward at first, you'll get used to it, um, so yeah, make sure you talk to the family, you have expectations, and you know what you're getting in for, because, I don't know, a lot of families don't tell you up front what they expect, and then you get here, and you have to do tons of housework that you didn't know you had to, so make sure you talk about these things with the family, I was lucky because I didn't have to do any housework. I was mostly just busy with the kids. And I did have time to learn German while the kids were in school. So I took intensive courses, which was really nice. So yeah, make sure you have all your expectations set. And you should be well off. Now, when choosing your country and your family, you should always do research. And you should always make sure that you know what what you're getting into so the au pair life you have to realize you're working with kids with families and it's not like a nine to five job where you wake up at nine go to work show up do work and then at five you get to go home and it's over you're working with kids and a lot of these families want you to really have a connection with the kids and be their friends and be be a part of the family so although you will have your free time if you I mean, I'm not saying you can't do a good job if you don't do this, but if you really want to make it a good experience, I would say be prepared to be be like a big sister or a big brother for, for the kids because that's really the rewarding part about being an au pair. It's not like whenever I was free or had my free time, I wouldn't talk to the kids. I always had my door open. Um, sometimes I would need some time to myself because I had to study. I also um, ended up studying for the GMAT, which is the graduate admissions test because I wanted to do my master's. So in the end, I did have some some responsibilities that I needed my free time to focus and study. But even then, I would have my door open. I would try to do that at night. And the kids were always welcome to come into my room. If they had a question, we would talk. If they wanted to play a game, I would be available. You really have to be a role model, a big sister, kind of be there for the kids. So although it's nice to have your own life and want to travel and everything, this is a job. So that's another thing, actually, that a lot of people think, okay, you're an au pair, it's not really a job, you can travel, you can leave whenever you want. No, you're getting paid, you're supposed to be with the family, and it's not like you can... Like, yeah, if you want to travel, you probably can, but you're working Monday through Saturday. So it's not even like a nine to five where you can maybe leave early on a Friday and travel all weekend. You're actually required to be there or like expected to be there on Saturdays. Um, In your contract, it's stated that you're going to work on Saturdays. Your only free days are Sundays. So you should really consider that. It's not really ideal if you want to travel because you don't have that much flexibility. So, I don't know. Just make sure you know what you're getting into. Make sure you talk to the family. Um, The family I was in also wanted me to teach their kids English, which at the beginning was fine. 
and the whole time it was fun, but I never expected it to be so much English as it was, which for me ended up being fine, not a problem, but sometimes it was a lot of English, and you just have to make sure that it's expected. So I could have asked at the beginning how many hours a day, and I could have agreed I'm never going to do more than one hour of English a day or something. We could have come to this agreement. We didn't put it in the contract. I mean, not that it was necessary. It's, this is just an example. For me, it all worked out fine. So this was not necessary. This was fine. I was happy with my situation. But if this sounds like something you wouldn't be okay with and something you wouldn't be happy with, and you would want that in your contract, then make sure you say that. So from the beginning, they say, okay, we need you to teach them this, teach them piano. Then make sure you have it there. How many hours a day am I ha I'm going to have to teach them piano? Um, how many days a week? Make sure everything's stated there if you think that will be a problem for you because a lot of these things just come up as you go. So yeah, just make sure you're informed about everything. Inform yourself about the family, the culture. Um, another problem is the culture shock. A lot of people just decide to move there and then they get there and they realize, you know what? The language is too difficult or I don't like the culture. It's too different. Um, so just make sure you know what kind of countries you're going to, what they're like, do some research online and try to get into not just the the tourism culture, but also the family culture. What is it like actually living with a family? Read some experiences from other pairs that have um, done this in the in that country. It's never it's never a mistake to do a lot of research. You can only gain from it. So I would say take advantage of the technology we have available and inform yourself about everything. So I think that's all I have to say about au pair. If anyone has any more questions, you can definitely contact me. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at mahmaria, and I can try to answer all of your questions. Um, at the moment, I can't really think of anything else I can say about it, but I'm sure there's tons of things I could say. So yeah, let me know if you have any questions, and see you next week. Bye!